The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's yeah, Texas Football Fellowship here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show where nothing ever goes wrong and everyone's always happy. <laughs> My name is Craig Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his what would have been a 66th birthday today. Happy birthday to the macho man, Randy Savage. Oh, oh. Look, someone's mic is off. Max, I'm canceling this show. Max, <laughs> Max has had a bad morning. Max is Max is is is, is fighting with technology. Yeah, uh, which cannot wait. There's, I cannot wait to quit this job. Who wants this job? First one to say they want it in the comments gets it. There's no one. There's nothing. Like I can I can literally walk in and like punch Max in the face. Yeah, just like three times. Right, sucker punch him. Yeah, I got a strong jaw. But if I were to do that, I could do that, and he would be less mad mm-hmm. than if like. The technology starts oh, yeah, like, like fighting if, with him. Right. If like his mic just stopped working. Yeah. As opposed to like, not being yes, turned on. Yes, exactly. Nothing nothing gets him he's very usually very even keel. Yeah. But technical issues. No. Nope. Oh, That's it. And sitting to my right, the what are those to my weird flex are West African Prince. It's Ishmael Johnson. Hello, Ishmael. Hey, what's hey up? did the Suns win last night? They did. They did? They beat the Spurs. You said it was wasn't great. gonna go well. I saw on Instagram. I it had, went well. <laughs> I had uh, I had it on yeah. for a spell, and then I was just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch this anymore. I, I wouldn't for no you. real I reason. Wouldn't bla- no, I wouldn't blame you. I almost, I almost turned it off. But, I just uh, kind of stopped. No, they they won. It was great. How about that? That's their third win of the year. How so. about that? <laughs> Go Suns! This yeah. is the Suns podcast now. Uh, sure, man. <laughs> Today is Thursday, November fifteenth, two thousand and eighteen. Seven days until Thanksgiving, baby. Now here's the question. Yeah. Oh. Which feels farther away? Seven days or a week? Seven days feels Seven farther days. away. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's exactly the same. I can't win. I, like, there's no rhyme or reason to this. Like, it we should have just thing, told him his mic was. It would be one. <laughs> it would be one thing if you had just like a hard and fast rule of just like days always feel longer than weeks. Right. But you don't. Oh my gosh. Episode 663, <laughs> 663, Chris Shelton's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. Those 41 games in 2008. On today's show, guys, we're going an hour. We're doing it live. F it. We'll do it live. We've got Thursday high school football games to watch. The playoffs start tonight. Ooh. We'll get into games you need to be paying attention to. Uh, then, going to have a nice conversation, we hope. I don't know. Maybe he hates us. It's probably going to be a terrible I, I've actually never spoken uh, except via two texts that we've expe- uh, exchanged with San Antonio Veterans Memorial Coach Richard Mendoza. Um, the Patriots are in their inaugural varsity season, and yet um, they're in the playoffs. Hmm. Uh, they are in. They're in the playoffs. They're dancing for the first time, obviously, in program history, uh, and they're hosting a dang playoff game at Relish Stadium, six o'clock Saturday night. They're playing Laredo Martin. We're going to hear from Coach Richard Mendoza coming up here uh, in a little bit. Back half of the show, 
We've got the picks, my high school football predictions for the first round of the Texas high school football playoffs, in which I pick all 352 Texas high school football games. And then, I know, I'm a crazy person. And then, we're going to close it all out with America's favorite segment. It's free money. Let's start with the playoffs. The 2018 Texas high school football playoffs start today. Tonight, I believe the first game kicks at 6 o'clock, is when the Texas high school football playoffs actually begin. Uh, and we are very, very excited about it around here. You, of course, can find complete coverage uh, of the playoffs at texasfootball.com slash playoffs. Uh, that has got everything you need. It is a, to, to use the Thanksgiving terminology, mm-hmm. is a cornucopia of information. How about that? Uh, so you don't want to miss that. A lot of great, great stuff. Brackets, matchup information, predictions. Max made these awesome posters for each bracket. Um, all sorts of good stuff for the playoffs. They start tonight. And as we, you know, as we've mentioned before, during the first round of the playoffs, because 704 teams make the playoffs, sometimes gotta do a little sifting, gotta sort through some stuff a little bit. You gotta, you gotta find some games, you gotta search. But Thursday's got a fair number of games I'm really interested in. Uh, first and foremost, I believe this is the game that uh, Step is going to be at tonight. Is he going to Birdwell, Birdville and Boswell? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, 7 o'clock tonight at the Birdville ISD uh, Fine Arts Center. Uh, Birdville takes on Boswell. Uh, an interesting game. Birdville, of course, uh, went, is coming off their only loss of the year to Denton Ryan. Uh, but they do get a home playoff game against Boswell. Uh, really good coaching matchup in this one. John Abinchan is, is one of the better coaches in the state uh, there at Boswell. He's going to have his Pioneers ready to roll. But Birdville and Boswell is a game we certainly have our eye on uh, tonight. Uh, then matriculating down to the Coastal Bend. Let's go to Buccaneer Stadium in, Cor- in Corpus Christi. 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial uh, will take on Brownsville Veterans Memorial. There are big, big expectations around Corpus Christi Vets. Uh, this is a team that in that kind of wide open 5A Division One Region 4, we feel like is on the short list of contenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll tell you that Brownsville Vets is not a team to be trifled with. Uh, this is a team that is, is I think, very dangerous, especially if that offense can kind of kick into gear. Uh, this junior quarterback, Liam Longoria, is, is capable of taking over a game, uh, and, and the defense has been very solid as well. This is a game that I think you need to keep an eye on. Um, this is a, a game down there that, uh, that for Brownsville vets, uh, definitely an opportunity to steal one here uh, and, and really shake up Region 4 of 5A Division 1. Um, 5A Division 2, Manville's got Barbers Hill. Mm-hmm. And you're probably looking at that and saying, oh, well, Manville's got to be a heavy favorite, right? Of course. Right. Uh, Barbers Hill is a team that has, I think, surged late. A team that I think you can, um, you can count on to give Manville a run. This is a team that came out of a very difficult district. Uh, and a team that, more importantly, uh, has an excellent coach who's been there before. I don't know if you know who their coach is. Mm. Heard of him. Yeah, it's Tom Westerberg, the guy who uh, who won uh, a number of state titles at Allen. This is a guy who thrives in these types of uh, experiences. And remember, this is a uh, this is a a uh, Barbers Hill team that gave Portnish's Groves a run. Mm-hmm. They gave Nederland a run. Uh, they beat Crosby. Who beat Manville? Uh, they yeah. Uh, they beat Dayton. Uh, they have a good good resume going. Um, so keep an eye on this game, Manville and Barbers Hill. This one's going on at Freedom Field, that new beautiful stadium down there in Iowa Colony. Um, my favorite game of the week, uh, for only storyline purposes and only for just fun, all the things I love. Seven o'clock tonight at Jackson Field in in Alpine, at Sol Ross's Stadium. 
Uh, Andrews plays San Elizario. You've got a flamethrower offense in Andrews. You've got a great, great story in San Elizario. They've clinched their first winning season since 1999. Uh, you know, what a job Coach Ray Aguilar Jr. has done out there. Um, and then it's in Alpine. Go, go to this game. <laughs> if you're anywhere near there, this is me imploring you. Go to this game. Go eat at Riata. Then go to Jackson Field and watch what should be a pretty fun uh, football game there. Uh, Andrews and San Elizario. Wilmer Hutchins and Salinas tonight. This is at Standard Stadium down in Carroll or over in Carrollton. Uh, this is tonight, 7 o'clock. Uh, Salinas wounded. This is, a, this is a Salina team that has not looked like a vintage Salina team, right? They enter the year with a 5 and or in playoffs with a 5 and 4 record, coming off of an absolute roasting at the hands of Argyle, going up against a 9 and 1 Hutch team. And I've got really high hopes for this Wilmer Hutchins squad. I think that this is a team that that last year they learned a lot and they've really they've really bounced back and had this really incredible year the defense has been absolutely outstanding. Uh, you know, the offense has not been far behind either. Uh, their quarterback, uh, Kyle Douglas Jr., has been excellent. Uh, but I do wonder about strength of schedule. You know, they're a 9-1 team. They're one loss on the year. Uh, they lost at uh, undefeated South Oak Cliff. Nothing wrong with that. But the rest of their wins are basically over Dallas ISD teams. Uh, it's over Carter and Hillcrest. They did beat Alvarado, which was pretty much for the district title. Uh, they, You know, Spruce, Lincoln. These, these aren't teams that necessarily inspire confidence i think there is a i think there's a fair argument that salina is going to be the second best team they've seen uh, and so this is a really interesting matchup there in standard stadium in Carrollton. Uh, out uh over in mesquite i'll be at uh mesquite memorial stadium tonight for van and athens uh the more i think about this game the more excited i am for it i think that this uh this athens team is dangerous has the, the weapons to turn this into a shootout uh, you know, Van is a squad that I think comes out of a very diff- difficult district. There's going to be a lot of speed on the field. I think there's going to be a lot of speed on the field out there at Mesquite Memorial Stadium. 7 o'clock tonight, Van and Athens uh, going at it in a 4A Division One uh, re- uh, by district matchup. Tatum and Mount Vernon out east at Trailer Stadium in Gilmer is a fun one. Uh, if you're into, uh, you know, if you if you believe that if you believe that going through a very difficult district prepares you for the playoffs, we're about to find out because Tatum came through a very difficult district. They came out of that Gladewater, Mineola, um, and West Rusk District. So keep an eye on this one. Tatum and Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon's a good squad. We probably haven't talked about it enough. Two of the best records in the state going at it. Dieball and Buna going at it tonight down there uh, at Bulldog Field in Jasper. Um, Buna, uh, Dieball is 9-1. and Dieball's a team that can score. <laughs> this is a team that can put up points in a hurry. And if you're into uh, mascots, I mean, it's the Lumberjacks. What more do you want from that? Uh, but this team can put up points in a hurry, but beyond that, giving up just 10 points per game, uh, going up against a Buna squad, that's probably going to want to, uh, you know, probably going to want to play a, a, a relatively similar game. Uh, they probably want to, they probably want to keep this score low. Uh, this could be, a, end up being a, a, a low scoring affair between two good defenses. So keep an eye on Buna, Buna and Dieball. Lexington and Palmer. You know, we've talked a lot about um, about Lexington all throughout the year, I think, because they've got that star power. Uh, remember, you know, they've got Speedy Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's this freshman quarterback that I, whose name I forget now? Um, he's, been, he's been really, really good. Um, but I don't think we've talked enough about Palmer. Uh, I think this Bulldogs team is dangerous. And uh, the, the thing that... that this is a this is a team that you know offense kind of comes and goes. They run the ball pretty well with a lot of different weapons. Uh, but the thing that stands out to me is they take the ball away. Uh, they've got eleven picks on the year. They've got nineteen sacks. This is a team that puts that that really takes two teams. And by the way, there are two losses on the year. 
uh, Buffalo and Edgewood. Uh, those are two playoff teams, one undefeated uh, a playoff team in Buffalo. So uh, keep an eye on this one. The winner of this game almost certainly gets Gunner if Gunner takes care of business against Millsap tonight. But keep an eye on Lexington and Palmer tonight. It could have a big shaping influence. Over in Shelbyville at Dragon Stadium, Corrigan, Camden, and Elysian Fields in this one. Um, it's Corrigan, Camden's defense against Elysian Fields' offense. That's basically what it is. This, this Michael Ramirez, uh, and then they have a, a junior quarterback who's been really good uh, out there at Elysian Fields. They could score. But Corgan Camden's defense has been one of the best in the state. One of the best in 3A. This should be a fun one out there at Shelbyville's Dragon Stadium. Uh, if you're in College Station, head over to Cougar Field at College Station High and watch Snook and Bremont. Bremont, of course, a program that needs no introduction. Uh, they won the three straight titles a couple of years ago. And... Uh, but they're going up against a Blue Jays team at Snook that is uh, kind of the new the new kids on the block, the, the kids that are, that are looking to, to make a statement and make a, a, a statewide statement. If they do it tonight, if they beat Bremont, people are going to start paying attention. This is a team that puts up points, guys, 41 points a game. This team is very dangerous, and Bremont could be, uh, could be bowing out in the first round. Keep an eye on this one down there at Cougar Field. And down in 1A, if you're anywhere near Rankin, Texas... <laughs> Um, head to head to Rankin for Balmeray and Sterling City. Sterling or Balmeray, of course, has made two consecutive uh, uh, two consecutive title games. I feel like the winner of this game is probably winning that region. So keep an eye on Bremond or rather Balmeray and Sterling City in the one A ranks. I think this could be a lot of fun. And Sterling City is really flying high. Um, you know they came they're coming off of a, uh, a tough loss to Garden City, but I think they're a bona fide title contender. But a very tough first round matchup uh, with the Bears at Balmeray, a team that's very young but has matured throughout the year. So keep an eye on Balmeray and Sterling City. Those are some Thursday games to watch. Complete listings of the games tonight at texasfootball.com slash playoffs. Do not miss it. Uh, get to a play- game tonight. Find a game tonight and, and go see it. It'll be a lot of fun. The playoffs start tonight. It's the most wonderful time of the year. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Sit facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out texasfootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider. Now, why in the heck would you want to do that? Well, a few reasons. One, you get two magazines, 2018 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football, which I'm hoping to put a bow on today. Um, you'll get that mailed directly to you right after Thanksgiving. You also get uh, the pre-order for the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Texas Football, uh, the uh, you know what you know us for. It's the big preview edition that sits on the back of your toilet for an entire year. Um, you get that magazine mailed directly to you. Don't run around to Brookshire's, Walmart, AGB. Instead, let us mail it directly to you. Subscribers got a week early last year. We're hoping to make that a tradition. So you got that. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team. That's up right now at TexasFootball.com. Computer projections of every Texas high school football game. That's up right now at TexasFootball.com. If you want to know what the computer thinks of all, every single high school football game in the state this week. You can find that out at TexasFootball.com. You also get uh, a season's worth of Tep and Step, our high school football uh, premium podcast with Matt Step and I. We nerd out about high school football uh, for a good spell. Uh, we went for an hour and ten minutes this week talking about the by district round. You get that. You get recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete. Uh, all sorts of good stuff. All that stuff that I just mentioned. Everything. All those things. I just listed. 
for the low, low price of $19.95 for an entire year. $19.95 for an entire year. It makes a great gift as well. Uh, TexasFootball.com is where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. And, by the way, it makes a great gift. So if you are looking for the gift for the Thanksgiving lover in your life, perhaps a, perhaps you're, perhaps you have a girlfriend, right? Perhaps you have a girlfriend and your girlfriend loves sports. Or you want your girlfriend to love sports. That's that's a good one. This is a way to get this is this is a promise. (laughs) This is a promise I can't possibly follow through on. (laughs) If you buy your girlfriend a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider subscription, she will love football more. Boy, that feels like something I can't follow up on. (laughs) Anyway, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider for your health. Max, let's go to the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Hotline and bring in the head coach of the playoff-bound San Antonio Veterans Memorial Patriots. We're joined by Coach Richard Mendoza. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for taking the time to have me on. Absolutely. We appreciate you you hopping in. You guys, uh, in your first inaugural varsity season, uh, are playoff-bound. Um, first and foremost, I'm real interested, what's the vibe like around the program these days? You know, I think it's it's just kind of a pretty cool feeling. Uh, you know, one of the, the, the cool things about it is none of our guys have ever experienced this, and I think it's an advantage. You know, sometimes when uh, when you realize the magnitude of what you're doing, you tend to have a little pressure, and right now our guys are just having fun, and, and that's what the game's about, is having fun and, and continuing to build our team and our team chemistry. So it's really exciting for our players and our community and our school. Uh, you guys are in a um, – you guys are coming in, obviously, your inaugural varsity season, but this is not your first year as – a football program you guys uh, played a couple of years as a jv program kind of building up um how do you feel like those kind of pre-varsity years prepared you for what's been an ultimately pretty successful run in your first varsity season well, you know, you can't you can't place a value on that. You know, relationships are what what any uh, job and education has to do with, and and it allowed us to to build a relationship with our guys and, and just build that trust that that we have in them and, and them have and our coaching staff. And I think throughout that process, uh, we really had an opportunity to to, to establish a foundation of of how we do things, not necessarily what uh, the what will change from year to year, but it's the how. You know, playing with hustle, class, and effort. And, and I think we, we we were fortunate to have those years to find out who our leaders were uh, and, and and get that ownership of our program i think that's key uh, we try to refrain from using the term buy-in uh because then you're playing for something but when you own it uh, I, I think it becomes a part of who you are and, and i think that's a big part of patriot nation right now and our kids are starting to own that process uh, you guys um i think have have been a, a really pleasant surprise to a lot of teams uh, a lot of folks around the san antonio area it's not often that you have inaugural varsity seasons go as well as you guys but you knew this program uh, you know before this uh did you have a feeling kind of coming into this year that yeah we can we can contend we can make something to this is we are not just going to be another first year varsity program well you know i felt like we had an opportunity to compete you know our kids worked really hard and and, and the habits they've built you know anytime you come into it and like you mentioned earlier we, we've had those, those two previous jv seasons where we were able to do things that that uh most first year programs don't get to do uh, uh, you know i was fortunate to be a part of the the opening staff at wagner high school when we opened Wagner and uh, that first year we, we were still establishing uh, the how and and like I mentioned before uh, you know having those things and, and having systems in place obviously help us get uh, a step ahead we're talking with Richard Mendoza the head coach at San Antonio Veterans Memorial here on Texas football today get involved in the conversation hashtag uh, TF today uh, coach as well as you knew your program uh, is there anything about this year anything about this team that has surprised you so far uh, this year or is this pretty much what you expected 
Uh, you know, I, I was really surprised at how well our guys uh, responded. You know, early in the year, we, we had some setbacks. You know, Floresville had a really talented ball club, and it was our first varsity game, and, and I think the lights got pretty bright, but our, our guys never stopped. You know, and then we, we played a really, really talented team in Burning Champion. Uh, we wanted to play a program that, that's as storied as the, those guys are, and they responded uh, so often. We talk about handling uh, success and failure, and, and I think our kids handled that really well for a first-year program. Really excited about that showed a lot of maturity on that part uh, you guys you know the the thing that that has impressed me most about you guys well we'll get to a few of your offensive players in a moment but defensively you guys have been really consistent you guys have been you know and it seems like you guys have grown as the season went on obviously finishing the year with a nice shutout of a pretty good san antonio sam houston squad uh you know kind of shows that growth uh, how how do you think that you would describe uh your defense and, and maybe the the mindset that they play with Oh man, uh, you know I think I think they are what we hang our hat on. You know they just play with a certain effort. You know, uh, I've, I've, we, a lot of the guys on our staff were fortunate to be around uh, Coach Pete Gibbons and, and Coach D.W. Rutledge and Coach Arnold and those guys. There was just a style of play, uh, and we just preach uh, hustle and effort and, and run to the ball. We want to be runners, and uh, I think that's the attitude that we have throughout our program, not just defensively. I think they they demonstrate uh, what our founding uh, philosophy is and. and and we talk to them about that, you know, uh, uh, what you do speak so loud that, that we can't hear what you say. So we want to we want to hustle. We want to fly to the football. And our defense has done an outstanding job with that. You know, uh, our, our our leaders in our program are on our defense. Not to say we don't have leaders on offense, but but there's just some guys. We, we built our team around our, our defense and, and we know that defense is, is important. And uh, uh, they just keep battling back. And, and uh, we, we've, we don't have just one or two guys. You know, we've had several guys show up throughout the year due to injury or whatnot and they've just uh they've just accepted the responsibility that we placed on them they've done an outstanding job you've got a number of guys that that really stand out offensively but it seems like the the, the to borrow a phrase the the straw that stirs the drink seems like your quarterback joseph richardson a guy who uh you know a true dual threat a guy who could take off and run with it uh for those who may not be familiar with your uh with your senior signal caller what can you tell us about him uh, Joe is is just an outstanding human being. He 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 epitomizes what what you would want in a quarterback in academic based athletics. You know he's got great grades. You know he walks through the hallways. Uh, he's just a a. a calm guy and, and uh, it, we're fortunate that we have two guys that we play we play Isaac Barrera as well he, he's a nice change up and I, I think that kind of keeps guys off balance but anytime you have two quarterbacks um, you know it really takes a, a, a sense of, of maturity uh, and Joe has just epitomized that you know I, I was thinking about it yesterday just how lucky we are to have a young man with the character of Joseph Richardson um, he, he's an outstanding guy you know he, he doesn't let a whole lot of things rattle him you know I talked to him about and you know playing quarterback isn't fair you know uh sometimes uh, you're gonna get uh you're gonna get the the stern talking to when it really wasn't your fault you know Uh, it's just part of being a leader and he handles that uh well he does a great job and all of our guys uh, you know uh look up to him and uh, when he when he does well uh you know they feed off of that when he doesn't do well you know they know that he's gonna bounce back and they just trust him and the things that he does and we're fortunate to have him as part of our 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 first varsity program couldn't couldn't have a better leader than Joseph Richardson. But you guys are are, are far from from a one man show. You guys have had uh, five different rushers who have gone for more than two hundred yards uh, on the season. You know whether it's your your leading rusher, Amari, uh, you know Amari 
Motley or, or your two quarterbacks you're playing or Jason Lazo or Brandon Baker, uh, and there's a common theme behind all that, is that they're all running behind the same offensive line. Uh, we, don't, we don't often get to give the, give the love to the big Hawk Mollies up front, so I'm going to give you the opportunity uh, to brag on your boys up front and how important have they been to what you guys do? I'll tell you, you, you can't have it without those guys. Uh, you know, I, we talked about it with our offensive line going into the Sam Houston game. Sam Houston's got a extremely talented defense and often extremely talented team, a uh, very athletic. And, and, you know, on most teams, the last thing to gel is the offensive line. You know, it's a little bit different than playing wide receiver or running back because you got to have five or six guys that are working in unison. And that takes time. And, uh, we couldn't be more prouder, uh, more, more proud of, of the guys up front. You know, they're led by Josh Walker. He's a junior. Uh, he's been with us since day one. Uh, he, he's kind of just a real silent guy. He epitomizes that what you do speak so loud that I can't hear what you say. Uh, he does. He leads through through his actions, and, and everybody else follows suit. Much like our defense, uh, we've had some a lot of different guys fit in, you know, and that's part of, uh, of getting an offensive line to gel together, finding the right mix of guys, and, and I think they're competing uh, against each other uh, to make each other better. Um, and I think anytime we have that type of competition, uh, our team gets better, and, and I think our offensive line has progressed throughout the year. We're talking with Richard Mendoza of San Antonio Veterans Memorial here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag team. Today, so Coach Saturday, six o'clock at Redledge Stadium. Uh, you guys are, are are welcoming in a Laredo Martin team that I think is probably, if I, if I may editorialize, I think they're better than their record indicates. Uh, Absolutely, I think, I think this is Absolutely. a good, good, good Tigers team. I'm not, I'm not going to ask you to give away your game plan, but uh, when you look across the field, what you're up against on Saturday, what are you seeing? Uh, a group of guys that are just tenacious. Uh, they work hard. They get to the football and defense. They're well coached. Uh, you know, when you watch them on film, uh, they're going to do what they're coached to do and, and they execute. They're great tacklers in space. Uh, they're, they're led by a quarterback that's a special talent. Uh, he, he's a runner. He can run it. He, he can throw it. A lot of guys have had a hard time balling him up. Uh, uh, he, he's going to be a task for us. You know, offensive line wise, uh, they come off the ball. Uh, they do uh, what they do very well. Well, uh, you can tell that they believe in the things that they do, and, and they're, they're, they're definitely going to be a tough challenge for, for us. And, you know, finally, Coach, I know you you got to get back to work uh, preparing for Saturday, but, uh, you know, I, I want to ask you, you've got a long history in Jets and ISD. Uh, you were on that 95 state championship team. You're the starting quarterback on that 96 uh, state finalist team. Um you know, this is the this is the new program there in Judson ISD. Uh, you're going in. You get to play at the stadium that's named for your coach uh, in D.W. Yeah. Rutledge. Um, for you personally, uh, what is what is Saturday going to be like for you? Uh, you know, it's hard to put into words. Uh, the 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 influences that that myself and a lot of our coaches have had. Uh, from Coach Rollins to the guys and staff, uh, you know, it means a lot because uh, I hope that we're modeling our program uh, after those influences. And, uh, you know, it, it's hard It's hard sometimes to keep it in perspective. You know, as a young boy, uh, you know, I can remember being five years old in kindergarten and watching my first game it, 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 at that time, Jetson Stadium, and, and just wanting to be a part of it. And uh, I'm the luckiest guy in the world to uh, have the opportunity to do this and, and carry on a tradition of, of coaching that, that uh, really wants to help young people become better people first, uh, better students second, and, and better athletes third. And that's what Coach Relitz and, and all those guys taught us. And, and uh, you know, we just want to make them proud of and, and how we play, you know. And, and ultimately, he always talked about and, and always preached to us, you know, do your best, don't sweat the rest, and, and let winning take care of itself. And, and that's all we can ask out of our guys and out of our staff is, is to do our best and don't sweat the rest and let the chips fall where they may. 
You can see history Saturday, 6 o'clock, at Rutledge Stadium in Converse uh, as San Antonio Veterans Memorial makes their UIL playoff debut hosting Laredo Martin with their coach, Richard Mendoza. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on all your success so far, and go get them on Saturday. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. There he goes, Richard Mendoza, the head coach, San Antonio Veterans Memorial, the Patriots, making history. Uh, cool to see. It's been a great year for first-year varsity programs. Oh, yeah. It's been a great year for first-year varsity programs. My mic was off, okay. Um, <laughs> That's um, because you had to take your jacket off during that interview. I actually had to sneeze during the, <laughs> during the interview. Yeah, so, right. anyway. Uh, no, yeah, Leander Glenn's yeah. another one that made uh, made, uh, made history this year. First-year programs, man. It just shows big how, year for how much talent there is in the Ob- state. Obviously, Shadow Creek as well down Shadow Alabama. Creek, obviously, is a big one, yeah. But but San Antonio Veterans Memorial is a team to keep an eye on, and uh, and, and obviously, uh, really cool to see them uh, making making waves in a place that great year for Judson ISD. Judson, yep. Wagner, and and uh, and Vets have all been fantastic. And Coach Richard Mendoza, it's cool to have a guy, uh, a local, you know, a guy who knows that uh, knows that area well uh, to run your program. So very very cool. Appreciate Coach Mendoza spending a little time with us. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com. Slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. So let's talk about the Texas high school football playoffs and specifically how you can watch them. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about our friends at Texan Live. Woo. Texan Live has a smorgasbord. So many games. Of live games at Texas Fo- uh, on Texan Live. Um, and I, I'll just tell you this from our personal experience. This is like the most wonderful time of year, uh, in part because Texan Live is going to be streaming so many games. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Texas high school football nut, uh, you can watch a ton of great, great games live at TexanLive.com is where you want to go there. They always have the best matchups each week of the playoffs. Uh, you can check, to, check them out to see if your team's game uh, are live in all five weeks leading up to the finals. Uh, so they're doing bi-district, area, regional semifinals, regional finals, and state semifinals. Uh, there's really never been a time to check out TexanLive.com. Uh, a few look. There's a huge game. There's a number of games we're going to be watching. Doesn't Qu- is it right that Quero plays tonight? I think so. I think Quero plays tonight. Yeah, Quero play, yeah. And Quero that's Pearsall tonight. Uh, tonight. I think at the when I'm at Mesquite Memorial, I'm going to be locked into to Quero Pearsall as well. On you my can computer. see beautiful Alamo Stadium on, in, on camera. Uh, two huge games tonight. Uh, Barbers Hill and Manville. Mm-hmm. Uh, big game. We, we mentioned in our Thursday games to watch. Uh, maybe Danger Zone for Manville. Maybe a little bit. Of, I mean, Barbers Hill, you talk about a, a good coaching matchup. Tom Westerberg, uh, you know, going up against Kevin Hall there at, at uh, the new coach at, uh, at, at Manville. This should be a lot of fun there at Manville. Uh, you know, at Freedom Field, but you can watch it live at TexanLive.com. Same. Down to 4A. West Orange, Stark, and Huntington. Maybe the greatest disparity in pedigree we'll see. <laughs> Huntington, the Red Devils, making their first ever playoff uh, appearance. Uh, I believe they've been open since like 1982. Uh, they are taking on West Orange, Stark, which is literally the winningest program in Texas high school football as far as winning percentage is concerned. Uh, so you can see that game as well as tomorrow. Dickinson and Pearland. Who boy. Maybe the big one. I would say the best first-round playoff matchup in the state. You can watch all those games and many more live at TexanLive.com. Go check it out. Our friends at TexanLive.com. We'll all be watching it. Mm-hmm. We've all got subscriptions. We're all doing it. So check it out. TexanLive.com is where you can watch a ton of great Texas high school ball games live tonight and tomorrow and Saturday. Yeah. Why, why stop? That? Why stop? Just make a whole weekend. 
Also, we've got another Visit Midland Game of the Week, and it's a game that we did not have to talk Matt Stepp into writing about. He was going to write about it anyway. Huge game going on tonight at Grande Communications Stadium uh, as Fort Stockton. Uh, uh, Fort Stockton will take on Lubbock Estacado uh, in a huge, huge game out there. Uh, you know, uh, Step and I talked about this on Tep and Step, but um, Lubbock Estacado is a team that's a little bit wounded, I think, after coming off that Week 11 loss uh, to Leveland. And the, you want to talk about actions have consequences? The consequence is they now have to go and take on a very game Fort Stockton team that I think is dangerous. Keep an eye on this game uh, out there. Uh, I know that a lot of firepower, uh, you know, the, the coaching job that's, that's happened out there uh, at uh, Mike Peters has done at Fort Stockton is really impressive. Keep an eye on this one. Estacado and Fort Stockton going on at Midland's Grand Communication Stadium. More importantly, why don't you head out there? Go on out to Midland. Uh, plenty, of, plenty of places to stay, plenty of places to eat, plenty of things to do. Make it a weekend. Make it a football weekend. There's a ton of great games in Midland. Let me see. There's at least, uh, let's see. Let's see if I can find out how many games there are in Midland on the fly. Probably not, but Yeah, you're see. only searching, what, 300 352 games? 352 games. Yeah, that'll... Uh, that'll go well. That'll, this is going really well. <laughs> there's that one, Fort Stockton. Uh, there is, of course, that one. And then I think there's one more Grande. Is that right? Oh, no, uh, Alpine and Idaloo play also play tonight at King Memorial Stadium. Okay. Head out to Midland. Go uh, A ton of great games around the Midland area. Make a weekend of it. Make it a football weekend out there in Midland. Uh, plenty of stuff to eat uh, and do and see out there in Midland. Uh, visit our friends at Midland at texasfootball.com slash Midland. Uh, for, or is it Visit Midland? I think it's texasfootball.com slash Visit Midland. Yeah. Check that out uh, for our Midland Spotlight Game of the Week. So check that out. There are 352 Texas high school football games this weekend, guys, and uh, you know I just could not come up with a way to fairly decide which ones to predict. So I just kind of did them all. Oh my god! Here are my first round Texas high school football playoff predictions. All of them. Wow! On Texas football today. 352 Texas high school football playoff games this weekend. What do you say we just predict every one of them? These are the picks. Welcome into the picks, your guide to Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in and happy holidays. We have made it to the 2018 Texas high school football playoffs. It is truly the most wonderful time of the year. 704 Texas high school football teams vying for 24 spots at AT&T Stadium and the UIL Texas high school football state championship games played right before Christmas. It all starts here. The road to AT&T Stadium begins this week. And what's, what's this down below? Oh, look. All of my picks are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. That's right. I am picking all 352 Texas high school football games this weekend. That's right. So if I don't mention your game, then guess what? I picked it down below, so keep an eye down there. But there are huge games all across the state in the first round of the Texas high school football playoffs. We start in Pearland. 7 o'clock Friday night at the Rig in Pearland. It is a 6A Division I clash as the Pearland Oilers take on the Dickinson Gators. What are the keys to this matchup? Well, key number one, Pearland's defensive line against Dickinson's offensive line. To me, this is where the game is going to be won and lost. Pearland's defensive front is so fierce and deep and dangerous. They have so many different playmakers 
up front. 33 sacks on the year, 49 tackles for loss. Uh, their defensive lineman, Gilbert Ebenemi, has been absolutely outstanding. Can the Dickinson offensive line do their part to let their often explosive offense operate? Plain and simple, who wins up front? Key number two, quarterback play. I think both these teams have quarterbacks that they feel pretty darn good about heading into the postseason. For Dickinson, quarterback Mike Welch has been exceptional as a junior, a guy who takes care of the football, can make all the throws you need to, and can take off and run with it. He's a true dual threat, a guy that Perlin's defense is going to have to keep an eye on. On the other side, for Perlin, J.D. Head has been, I think, a pleasant surprise for this Oilers team. We expected them to be able to run the ball, and they certainly can do that. Uh, But adding him has added an extra element to this offense, and makes it all the more dangerous. So, we're now in the postseason. It's win or go home. Which quarterback steps up big? And key number three, home field advantage. It was kind of controversial when the UIL implemented a rule allowing 6A teams, the higher-seeded teams, to have home field advantage in the first round of the playoffs. But I guarantee you that Pearland is not complaining one bit. Uh, the Oilers are 67-8 and eight since 2004 at the rig. They have a true home field advantage. Dickinson has to go on the road in a playoff game to a hostile environment that is notoriously unfriendly to visitors. Will home field advantage play a factor in this one? Who am I picking? I'm going with Pearland. Certainly being at the rig helps. This is a team that's very hard to beat at home. Uh, But I also think their offensive balance has been a big difference for this team. You know, we've talked a lot about J.D. Head, but their running game with Jalen Benefield has been just as good. Beyond that, I think their defense is really pinning pinning its ears back, and I think it's very dangerous right now. For Dickinson to win this game, I think they need a big game from their junior quarterback, Mike Welch, and they need to jump out to an early lead, get Pearland chasing. I think this game is close, but for now, I think Pearland brings home the win. From Houston up to DFW, 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Mesquite Memorial Stadium. It's a 5A Division I by-district matchup between the Mesquite Poteet Pirates and the College Station Cougars. What are the keys to this matchup? Well, key number one, pace. Simply put, who dictates the pace in this game. Both these teams want to play a different kind of ball game. I think Mesquite Petit wants to get out and run. Their running back, Seth McGowan, has been great. Their quarterback, Daniel Dale. I think they want to turn this into a bit of a shootout. College Station has weapons, but I think they are better suited playing a more low-scoring slugfest. Lean on that outstanding defense to win the game. So, who dictates the pace in this game? Key number two, College Station's defensive cap. So if you go back to College Station's two losses on the year against Lufkin and Magnolia West and you try to find a common thread, it's pretty easy to spot. They gave up big plays to big play offenses, and that could be a problem against Mesquite Poteet because they have a number of weapons, most notably Cam Lampkin, the big-time receiver. He has been exceptional. He is a true game-breaker. For College Station to win this game, they've got to limit the number of big plays. They've got a great secondary led by Brandon Joseph. So, can College Station keep a cap on the Pirates' offense, or will Poteet explode for a couple of big plays? And key number three, the first half. Both these teams enter this game 8-2, and and in those four combined losses, every single time these teams trailed at halftime. They simply came out flat, the other team jumped on them, and they were never able to come back. Now, there are some different things around there. You know, John Tyler beat Mesquite Poteet on a Hail Mary, and the Magnolia West College Station game was a little bit lower scoring than we thought, but plain and simple, it's important for both of these teams to start fast. Who can take advantage of coming out of the gates hot? Who am I picking? 
I'm going with College Station. I think part of this is the champion's advantage. Remember, they're the defending 5A Division II state champs. Even moving up a division, I think they deserve a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but beyond that, I do think that their defense is starting to round into form. I think this is a defense that can take the ball away a couple of times and maybe make the petite offense a little bit one-dimensional. Uh, my key in this one for Petit is Seth McGowan, their outstanding running back. If he goes for more than about 100 yards, then I think College Station's in trouble. But for now, I think the Cougars bring home a win. 7 o'clock Friday night at SciFair FCU Stadium in Cypress. It's a 6A Division II by-district matchup between the Cy Ranch Mustangs and the Pflugerville Hendrickson Hawks, two teams that I think are maybe a little bit underrated coming into the playoffs. Cy Ranch is one of the more quiet 10-0 teams in the state. This team just keeps humming along and beating teams at the game that they like. They like to win the game with running game and defense. Gerard McKnight leads this outstanding Mustangs defense. You know, on the other side, Hendrickson started off really, really hot, faded a little bit in the middle and then has come on strong of late. Their quarterback, Blaine Barker, has been exceptional. So, another game dictated by who sets the pace, but I think Cy Ranch's defense is the dominant force in this game, giving the Mustangs. 7 o'clock Friday night at the Star in Frisco. It's a 5A Division II by district matchup between the Ennis Lions and the Frisco Reedy Lions. And talk about a difference in pedigree here. This is Ennis's 30th playoff appearance compared to Reedy's second. So a little bit of disparity in that regard. Sam Harrell back on the sideline in a playoff game exactly where he belongs. But I think the story here is Josh Foskey and this Reedy attack. I think that they are physical and I think that they are explosive. I think they come away with a win. Give me Frisco Reedy. 7 o'clock Friday night at Tiger Stadium in Snyder. What a 4A Division I clash we've got as the Hereford Herd take on the Springtown Porcupines. And if you're in a running game, you're going to love this matchup. Seth Dixon, the running back for Hereford, has been exceptional. And Cameron Rickett, the running back for the Porcupines, is a bona fide superstar. Going to be a lot of fun to see these two guys go head-to-head. For now, I think Springtown's defense comes through big. Give me the Porcupines. Really interesting matchup in 3A Division II, 7 o'clock Thursday night at Shelbyville's Dragon Stadium as Corgan Camden hooks up with Elysian Fields. Strength on strength in this one, Elysian Fields is a big explosive offense and fast, led by running back Michael Ramirez. But what happens when they run headlong into one of the best defenses in 3A in Corgan Camden? I think this game has a chance to be really, really close, but when in doubt, go with the team with the better defense. Give me Corgan Camden. And let's go down to 2A Division II now. 7 o'clock Friday night at Indian Stadium in Kwana. Archer City takes on Wheeler. Welcome back to the playoffs, Archer City. They are making their first appearance since 2010, and their defense gives them a chance to win this game. I think this game has a chance to be really low scoring because both these defenses have been fantastic. But I think the difference here is Wheeler quarterback Gustavo Andrade. I think he's starting to hit his stride and take over games. I think Wheeler comes away with a narrow win. But those are far from the only big games in the first round of the Texas high school football playoffs. Remember, I'm picking every single game. They are scrolling down here at the bottom of the screen. For now, let's get to the lightning round. In 6A Division I, I think El Paso Franklin takes down visiting Midland. Give me Round Rock to beat Cy Woods and Lake Travis beat Smithson Valley. 6A Division II now Flower Mound stays hot with a win over Denton Geyer. Katie Taylor beats Fort Bend Dulles and Brownsville Hannah over Westlaco East. Down to 5A Division I, Grapevine beats Crowley. Cedar Park edges Austin LBJ. And in their playoff debut, I think San Antonio Harlan beats San Antonio Sam Houston. 
Five Division Two now just in Northwest beats Wichita Falls. Give me Lindale to get by Montgomery, and I think Bernie Champion beats Brenham. Tough games to call in 4A Division One. I. I like Melissa over Alvarado. Let's go with Henderson to get by Crandall, and I like Fisher Canyon Lake over Needville. A lot of interesting matchups in 4A Division Two. I think Lubbock Estacado squeaks by Fort Stockton, and Sunnyvale beats Gilmer. Sweeney surges past LaGrange, and Atlanta gets by Hondo. 3A Division One now. I think we lose a state champion. Give me Grandview to beat Rockdale, and Brock beats Breckenridge. San Antonio Cole gets by Lyford and Tatum in a squeaker over Mount Vernon. 3A Division Two now. Merkel over Tulia. Blanco over Schulenberg. And in a really tough one to call, I like Holiday over Dublin. 2A Division One now. Panhandle gets by Post. And Riesel takes down Crawford. Tenaha takes back the lemon tree. They beat Shelbyville. And give me Holland to beat Junction. 2A Division Two now. I like Wink over Sudan. Give me Flatonia to beat Iola. And Evadale beats Frost. And some fantastic matchups in six-man football. 1A Division I, I like Union Hill to squeak by Coolidge. And 1A Division II, give me Jayton over Throckmorton. And those are the picks. I picked all 352 Texas high school football games because I am a crazy person. So as my reward, why don't you tell me what am I wrong about in the comments? Leave them down below. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com where you can find complete coverage of the 2018 Texas high school football playoffs at texasfootball.com slash playoffs. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the first round of the Texas high school football playoffs. We'll see ya. There it is. My high school football predictions for week, for uh, rather, first round. Yeah. Of the... I uh, mean, it's week 12. You can say week, week 12. 12. That's true. No one calls it that, but it is week 12. Yeah. So let me see. Um, I, I feel really, really good about saying this this week. Mm-hmm. I got at least one of those right. <laughs> I feel really good about saying that. In fact, Better, I mean, there's going nah, to be a lot, gonna, be a lot of upset people. I'm not going to go crazy. <laughs> here's here's if I go, get, I'll, I'll, this, okay. play, this playoff's going to get really weird if you I'll got say less this. than one. Yes. Yeah, right. I'll just say this. Yeah. I'll say this. If I go 0 and 352, I will quit. Okay. Is that <laughs> fair? I think that's sure. Fair. Okay. If I go 0 and 352, I will retire. Yeah. Um, Here's I want to pull the curtain back one second on the picks, yeah. right? Because you you send me this ridiculous list to go in this ticker. Mm-hmm. Normally, when I export the picks, because I edit the video and do the graphics for it, when I export that video, it takes four minutes. Yeah, three or four minutes. Normally, with a three hundred fifty-two game scroll, mm-hmm. forty-three minutes. That's how long I took to export last night. Oh my god! My computer Woo! was white hot when it was done. Well, that's done. So Not worth it. It's on YouTube. It gets better from here, though. It does. Only half as many next week. Um, <laughs> uh, so if you missed it, they're um, their computer. Uh, they're there. The games on or the videos on YouTube uh, on our YouTube page. It's on t- also on TexasFootball.com. If you want to go and read the scroll again and see who all my picks are, uh, but I did. I predicted all 352 and got at least one right. So let's go. We are at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com. Slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com. Slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. The weather's getting cold. Oh, shut up. Just get into it. <laughs>
Just but no, the inner little segment going. action is just heating up. It's time for America's favorite segment, Free Money! For your bookie. Free Money! For your bookie. My college football picks against the spread. Uh, 500 last week. I'm 55, 50, and 3 on the year. Um, we got... Uh, what? It's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 11 games spread across three days. Mm. Three days. We're getting weird. But we have not. Does Texas State play any f- uh, weird fun belt action this year? Do they have like a Tuesday or a Wednesday game this year? I think they already had one. Did they? That's right. I think that's right. I think it was against Lafayette, I think. Yeah. Let me double check. But yeah. Weird fun they belt had their, They had their midweek on ESPNU, yeah. I think. In any case, we've got 11 games over three days. Let's get to the action, Max. What's our first game? Uh, we were actually doing this. Oh, it was Georgia Southern, by the way. Before we start, what's the overall right now, sir? I said it was 55-50-3. and 55-50-3. God, we're so close. We're so close. I, yeah, but here's the I, thing. I, I, don't, so I, I basically this, only got two and a half more weeks. That's fine. This we're week, close. next week, if I, have an, if I have another winning week, you're probably, you're probably screwed. You I, feel, I feel like in general this week's kind of an underhand toss, too. Like this, is, this is like a soft lob. I feel. It's, it's how you there's handle, a couple. It's how you handle the couple. big ones. Right. Yeah, it's right. how I handle the big ones. There's some tricky ones. Let's start. With kind of a tricky one. Kind of a tricky one. Yeah. Exactly. Tulane at Houston. Tonight. Tonight. The Cougs. Ten-point favorites. So this is, in many respects, strength on strength and weakness on weakness. Because Tulane's defense is actually pretty good. Going up against uh, the Houston offense that has been largely very, very, very good. And then the two-lane offense, which cannot do anything, and especially, uh, you know, they, they basically they're, they're very bad at passing efficiently, uh, which has kind of been the bugaboo for Houston's defense. Um, that is, to me, um, going up against a Houston defense that's just been pretty average, unfortunately, for them. Um, I think being at home helps in this one on a Thursday night atmosphere. Um, I like Houston in this one. I'm going to take Houston minus 10. What do you think, Ish? Yeah, it's it's man, it's been a rough two weeks for Houston. Um, I feel like they're going to be a little motivated to show that the yeah. last two weeks aren't haven't been what they're the standard they set uh, hasn't been up to the standard that they set earlier in the season. Um, two, I don't want to say bad losses because SMU's on the rise and Temple's a good team this year, but they're definitely feeling some uh, some some effects from that. So I, I'll I'll take Houston plus at home minus 10. at home national TV. Yeah. I think they show out. I'm going to go with Houston minus ten. What's next, Max? Speaking of Thursday games, hey, remember this game? FAU at North Texas, the game we've been waiting for since April. <laughs> the top two teams in Cusa, they're going at it, baby. This is the one, right? Oh God. Eight thirty p.m. tonight, the brawl between the two best small college teams in the country. Isn't that sad? North Texas, your three-and-a-half-point favorite. That's kind of depressing considering how bad FAU's been. Yeah, yeah, FAU has not been great. Um, FAU enters this at 5-5. and um, And basically what's happened is that the defense has been about the same, but the offense has just kind of returned to be about average, Mm -hmm. and that's not good for them. Um, I'm going to be honest. I think there's a fair chance that North Texas smokes them. That's a... I mean, I think there's a decent chance that they come out and blow their doors off again Thursday night mm-hmm. in Denton. It's going to be cold. These Florida kids don't know what cold is. Of course, Texas kids do. Yeah. Also, there's going to be a little, with me there's, here. There's going to be a little bit of uh, a little bit of payback factor for last year. Getting a little bit embarrassed payback. by this exact same team last year. I think they've year. had this circled for a while. Um, Although we probably erased the circle, they probably have it for s- sure. still circled. <laughs> um, 
I think I think North Texas is embarrassed after coughing up the spit in the bit last week against Old Dominion. Mm-hmm. I think they come out. I think there's a fair chance they blow out FAU. I'm going to go with North Texas minus three and a half. The one thing that's the one thing that gives me pause is FAU showed up for big games this year. That's true. They've beaten Old Dominion. Yes. They've beaten. They pummeled FIU, mm-hmm. a good FIU team. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I want to. Oh God. Because you're almost picking a winner outright too. It's three and, three a, and half. a half. It's a home, but I like I like being at home. I think I think North Texas. <sighs> yeah, I'll, I'll take be a North homer, Texas be a homer, too. be a homer, yeah, be a homer. homer. Yeah, uh, and don't pick Lane Kiffin. What's wrong with you? Do it. <laughs> What's next? Best. That game last week was bad. That was we need Lane bad. in Lost Texas. Dominion. That's my opinion. Yeah. Barf. Friday night football. Memphis coming to town. Take on. SMU ponies on the hilltop. A fun game. Mustangs, eight and a half point dogs. I, uh, if you believe in the Mustangs, I don't know. Well, and this is the weird thing because I think that I think that actually, um, this is weird because I think Memphis is a little bit better than their record indicates, and I think SMU is exactly what their record indicates, but they're trending up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis has a big, big big offense and a big rushing offense. This team runs the ball really, really well. Their running back, uh, DeMonte Coxie, or DeMonte Coxie has been excellent all year long. And when you look at, uh, you know, SMU, um, you know, their defense has been kind of against the run. Mm -hmm. That gives me a little bit of pause. Being at home helps. Right. And I do think that this is a resurgent SMU team uh, that is going to be able to throw the ball, although Memphis's defense has been... How have they been against the pass? Let me see. Against the pass, they have been one of the worst teams in the country. I have Memphis underlined, and I'm going to switch it. I'm going to go with SMU. Oh, the, more, the more I think about it, I, was gonna take SMU. I think SMU at home. Um, I was going to take Memphis. I'm going to take SMU now. This Jeez. is a tough one to call, though. All right. It's a tricky one. Jeez, I'm going to agree with him again because he changes his pick. Uh, yeah, I was going to take SMU just because they're trending up. Uh, I'm ready for this game to be off the rails crazy. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Uh, the key to SMU the past couple weeks has been the running game. Uh-huh. When they haven't put the entire thing on Ben Hicks' shoulders and just ask him to throw for over 250, yeah. you know, kind of make the play occasionally when they're just not saying, hey, Ben Hicks, do work. Yeah. Like, they've been fine. And uh, they've had a really good running game in the past couple of weeks, and that's what's really sparked them, especially against Houston. Um, and then their last win, I'm forgetting off the top of my head, but uh, both games, I believe they had over 200 yards or close, yeah. or over 150 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. Um, give me that. And Memphis, not the best rushing defense. Correct. So I will take that. All right. I will take SMU. We're both taking SMU plus 8.5. What's next, Max? Let it be Here. known that Greg changes pick. Correct. It is known. Don't worry. We're going to hop in our time machine and look way ahead to this Baylor and TCU game. And you go, ah, well, you can pencil that one in for TCU. <laughs> <laughs> TCU going to Waco, 11 a.m. Saturday. Baylor, your two-point favorites. So it really depends on what you think of how you've played lately, right? Right. Because if you believe it's how you've played lately, well, the advantage would be Baylor, right? Being at home, I think they're trending in the positive direction, even though, by the way, S&P Plus thinks that they have tumbled. Like, they have not been impressed with the way that they've been playing. Honestly, it feels like they're a momentum team. It feels like they play in waves, right? They had that wave going at the end against Iowa State, and it just kind of fell apart with the penalties. Yeah. Um, but TCU has looked looked terrible last week against West Virginia. When's the last time they looked good? <sighs> um, Let's see. The Iowa State win? 
when Iowa State didn't have the good quarterback. Tech, maybe? Tech. Did, well, did they look good? They didn't yeah, look that, The yeah. defense looked good. Yeah. The biggest problem is that their defense got torched last week. If their defense right. is going to start getting torched, that's bad news. I, another game, I don't know. This is tough to Honestly, call. I'm going back to Ohio State. That was the last that's time they That's probably looked the last time they looked great. Like <laughs> That's the last time they looked legitimately good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think that there's some tailspin factor in this one. Uh, I like Baylor in this one. I think I, I think Baylor's going to cover the two at home. It's a big. Remember when this was a game that had like giant national implications, yeah. and now it's like a bowl elimination game. The Big Twelve crumpled up their whole yeah. setup to try to get these two right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's a bowl elimination game, basically. Right? Yeah, Baylor's not bowl eligible, it? and they finish with Tech. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. This is basically. Oh wow. Jeez. I don't know. Winner this game bowl. goes bowling, loser probably doesn't. Uh, um, I'm going to go with Baylor at home. Mm, Jesus. Uh, whoever I'll say whoever loses this game will it just, uh, says a lot about their season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like okay, Baylor trended probably trending down. TCU if they lose, it's okay. The season was worse than we thought. You know, um, who's at home? Baylor. Baylor's at home. That's that's the only reason I'm doing it. Uh, I gotta pick something different. I'll go TCU. Come okay, on, Collins, there you go. Get something done. Good wow. call. Okay. What's next, Max? Sure. Uh, this is where we start to have some fun. UTSA at Marshall, one <laughs> thirty p.m. Saturday. The Roadrunners, 26-point dogs. The only reason this gives me any sort of pause is that Marshall has a trash offense. Yeah. Very bad offense. Yeah. Um, they can't throw the ball. They can run the ball only fair. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason this gives me pause. That said, I'm done taking UTSA. I'm done. I, I can't do it anymore. Yep, they burn me too many times. I'm do taking. I'm taking Marshall to do cover even know six. If, if like, are they on their third quarterback? Are they on? Are they on Bryce Rivers right Who now? Who knows? Who knows? I'm so. I'm so. There is no team that has like crushed my soul more than UTSA this year. I had such high hopes. I have no. Oh wait. Uh, Coach Wilson said uh, Gillens is out for the year with an injury. So I think they're on Bryce Rivers. So I'm going to say they cover. Wow. You're saying UTSA does? I'm saying UTSA covers. UTSA beats the 26. Okay. I like it. I like it. I'm taking Marshall plus minus 26. All right. What's next, Max? Texas Tech on the road in Manhattan, 2.30 p.m. Saturday. The Red Raiders only six-point favorites. Can Can I ask why? I guess on the road? I guess, but Wait. Kansas State sucks, guys. Yeah. I Kansas guess like, it'll be bad. cold and it's on the road? Kansas State barely beat Kansas last week. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't Is get Bowman it. Is Bowman playing? Um, I don't know if Bowman's playing. I don't know if it matters. I don't think it does. Um, I don't know if it matters. I'm Maybe taking, it's just one of those weird I mean, can, I'm taking Tech games. minus six, and I'm not even actually going to think all that much about it. That's just a like a gut feeling. I think I think it has to do. I mean, Kansas State's defense isn't terrible. Um, they're not terrible. They're they're not great, but not great. Uh, they definitely can't put up points. No, I don't know. I don't care. I don't get is, that line. Six is really For example, S and P Plus says that Tech's a fifteen point favorite. Yeah, I would. I'm going to say that this is about historical performance. Heading north this time true. of the season in Manhattan. For, for, no, not just Manhattan. Think in about general. think about the Iowa State game mm-hmm. last true. year. Think about the Tech or the Kansas game two years ago. Yeah. Right? They just don't play well in the cold, and I'm wondering if that's all this is. That might be part of it. I'm not saying that's enough to buy them. I don't buy it either. I, I think I, I think I'm going go to go. They, they barely beat yeah. Kansas at home last week by four. Yeah, I like Texas. Oh, I'm sorry, Tech. Texas Tech. Yeah, I, I, that's a that's a bad line. What's next, Max? Oh ish. 
Oh. <laughs> Texas State at Troy, 2.30 p.m. Saturday. Your Bobcats, 23.5 point dogs. Here's the problem. Troy's actually pretty good. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're real uh, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Troy's real good. Troy's entering this game 8-2. and two. Um, And they are especially good. Like, they're just super balanced. Like, they just do kind of everything pretty well. Uh, especially throwing the ball and especially stopping the run. Um, screw it. I'm taking Texas State to cover. Look at you. 23 and a half. Shouldn't have done that. I was about to say you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I'm definitely taking Troy, man. Are you? <laughs> this yeah. Troy team Dang is it. Okay, really I'm good. Switching. No. Oh, come no, on. No. No. Go no. away. Go away. No. He... No. 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 Back off. Back off. This is mine. Fine. I'm taking Texas State. Neil, Bra- Neil Brown's Neil Brown's coaching for another job. I'm doing Texas he's, State. He's going to get that promotion this year. Texas State. Plus 23 and a half. Let's Boom. Go. Let's go. Neil What's Brown's going to be the head coach somewhere in the SEC. So. What's next, Max? We start the four-game stretch. This is a great way to f- – I don't know if we ever had four – It's a real flurry. Also, this- we don't even know if Willie Jones is healthy. Sorry. Right. That's the other part of that. These four are so freaking complicated. It's great. First off, UAB at Texas A&M, 6 p.m. Saturday, A&M, 17-point favorites. Can I be honest? Mm-hmm. I think this is one of the easiest games to call. Okay. Okay. Let's In see. what way? Yeah. I think UAB is going to cover that. See, I think you're. I think here's the trap that I think we fall into on this show. We spend so much time trying to pay attention to the smaller schools and their mm-hmm. conferences. Mm-hmm. That we that yes, UAB deserves credit for how good they've been. Man, but they have not. I mean, look, we've agreed that we just A and M isn't quite as good as we like. But man, they're like thirtieth in every S and P category. I see. This is a kind of, and a they're trap. playing at home. Yeah. And I guarantee Jimbo is sitting there going, "They've lost one game, guys." Yeah. Would it shock anyone if you look up at the score and you see thirty-one ten and M? Right. That's kind of what I'm wondering. Yeah. I think I it's. Know, a, I'm, what I'm saying is, the, it's thing, tough. the thing is, yeah, I, UAB, think, I think you automatically want to go UAB covers, and I don't think it's as easy. Uh-huh. UAB easy. UAB's defense is what makes me think that this game's going to be close. Okay, and by close, I mean a ten point game is what I mean. Sure, right. sure. Um, yeah, I don't know, but A and M is at home. But is that worth that much? I don't know. I mean, it ha- look, they haven't played great on the road. Where's it? Where's but they're at home. I'm trying to find. A- that's what I'm home. saying. Yeah. Though, what's is another it big worth that environment? Much? Yes. What's probably. another big environment that? UAB's played in. Right. Like, um, I'm trying to think. They haven't. Let's go back to last year. Like, I'm right. looking at last they year. They, they like, went to Louisiana Tech. Is basically their biggest their biggest road. Here's this. Last year, this is a bad Florida team. Last year, they went to Florida. 36-7 lost. But I also think this team's better. Okay. I'm going to go Florida A&M. was bad last I'm year. Go Florida A&M lost then. their coach last year. Are you changing again? Yeah, I am. Oh, I am. my God. I am. He's he, 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 Stand your stand ground. on your stand no, your ground, man. Lord. I'm a football idiot. Why would I not take advice? <laughs> and you're from talking to two guys people? who never gamble, right? <laughs> I don't gamble. Well, yeah, sure, okay. Yeah. <laughs> These are for this is for entertainment purposes. Uh-huh. Oh no, Adam's definitely covering this. Like they're they're like that's easy. Okay, I, th- I think this I think this is a show off game in front of Kyle Field where it's like, look, Jimbo's fine, Adam's fine. Okay. <laughs> they don't have – it's like it's not a finished product yet, but guess what? They're going to beat good teams at home. I do like how this is like supposed to be the joke week, well, you know, SoCon Saturday. And, right. This right. is a bona fide game. And a and has got the toughest really game Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. What's next, Max? This. This one is hilarious. Ooh. Rice at number <laughs> seven LSU, 6.30 p.m. Saturday. The Owls, hoot, hoot. 
42 point dogs to a team with no offense. Do you know how hard it is to lose by 42 points? It's so hard. I'm, I'm, I'm this game's this at in Death Valley. Oh my god! Hold on, I'm gonna look at this real quick. Short trip, at least. Won't have to deal with jet lag. That's true. God in heaven. So here's here's it's the thing. so hard. Okay, it's so hard. Let's start the, that. Let's, let's start this. Let's start here. Can, can we agree on this? Oh. Rice is probably not scoring more than ten points. Is that oh, fair? Sh- That's sh- fair to say, right? How? How would they even score that? Right. Many? I'm saying not right. More than that. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Good. So you're asking, can LSU put up fifty two? Fifty two. Dude, LSU can't score. 42 is a lot, guys. Well, that's why it's a great Rice's, uh, This is why in, I in Rice's, I in Rice's defense, they've only lost by 42 once this season. <laughs> Who's that to? UAB. UAB, oh. they got blanked 42-0. 42-0. Sorry, nil soccer term. Yeah, there you go. Mine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 42 nothing. Screw it. I'm taking Rice. Taking rice. All right. <clears throat> Taking rice. Rice plus 42. Oh, right. God. Do Can Joe Burrow put up? I just don't think they can score enough. That's the 42 point win margin. But Rice's defense is V bad. It's very bad. Uh, going to laugh when this one is 49 6. <laughs> yep. Oh, I mean, that's the thing. It's going to oh, be something like, right. spot on yeah. that. Like, yeah. Ve- I think Vegas has this exactly right, which is the yeah. problem. Or like send out a plea plus minus two to Mike yeah. Bloomgren. Yeah, to Mike Bloomgren. Yeah, I'm taking you. Lay it all out. <laughs> don't there. do this. Lay don't it all out. Don't there. don't let me regret this. <laughs> Onside kicks. I'm saying you craziness. guys don't get blown out. Yes, rice, please. Hoot hoot. What's next, Max? Another really tough one to call. UTEP at Western Kentucky, 6:30 p.m. Saturday. The Miners, only seven point dogs. Vegas notice. They're getting better. That's the thing. They've, they've noticed, and they've noticed that the way they do it. Well, f- two things. First of all, Western Kentucky is not the Western Kentucky you remember. Mm-hmm. This is a trash Western Kentucky team. Um, and UTEP, they, they have look, they have an identity. And that identity is, we're going to muck it up. We're going to make it real gross for you. Western Kentucky can't score. Um, and I, they, by the way, they have lost one, two, three, four, five, six straight. I think they win... I think UTEP keeps it within a touchdown. I'm going to take UTEP uh, plus seven in this one. Uh, I have taken all but one Texas team. Yeah, no. You like Western Kentucky? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I think they're. I mean, they're not great. I think they're. Me. I think UTEP's trending up. I think West Kentucky's trending down. Fair enough. Finally, Max. Game of the weekend, boys. Woo-wee. My number sixteen, Iowa State Cyclones. Whoosh. Coming down to DK Memorial, DKR Memorial Stadium. Take on the number 15 Texas Longhorns. 7 p.m. Saturday. The Horns, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Okay. Yeah. Let's roll, know. baby. I don't know. So so the, the real matchup here is going to be... Tom Herman against his record as a favorite? Tom Herman against his record as a favorite. Um... Great Texas's secondary against those kind of towers on the outside for Iowa State. Yeah, this is a fun quarterback like Hakeem, matchup. Hakeem Butler and company. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, there's actually, like, for all we've talked about, if you haven't paid a ton of attention to Texas recently, their offense has gotten a lot better, mm-hmm. I think. Their offense has really found a groove. Um, I don't know. I think being at home helps. I'm going to take, take the Longhorns. 
I'm taking. Texas. I mean, that's basically what Vegas is saying. I'm, yeah. I'm taking. Yeah. I'm taking Texas. They're saying at, Texas at home. Two Texas and a half points. at home by a field goal sounds exactly right. I think they're on the three point side of that two and a half. I'm going to take Texas minus two and a half. Man, this one's tough. This is going to be a fun game. It'll be a great game. This is like, man, you know, Longhorn Network got this one. And yeah. I'm sure that the Big 12 is like, okay, but fine, but you've got to pick a game. It's like you can't have the Oklahoma game. Right. You're like, cool, we'll just take Iowa State. And now yeah. it's like a top 16 <laughs> matchup. Yeah. Right. Uh, Do the safe thing. It's all right. You can take Texas at home. It's all right. It's all right. <sighs> no, I'm with you, Max. Take an Iowa I'm State. I'm with you. Hey. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Hey, I'm, this, isn't a, this isn't a logic thing for me, man. No, right. I'm going. Montgomery's not going to play in the first half. That's the other thing. That's he's, true. He's suspended for the That's first true. half after That's the Baylor right. game. So what now, if it's like 34 Now, I think, I, think, I think the casual fan overstates his importance because the real star of the team now is, is Purdy, mm-hmm. is the quarterback. Uh, but they're not the same without Montgomery. No, they're not. They but he will out. be back. That's the other thing. Yeah. He will. And if you worry about – and if there's one thing about Texas this year, it's holding on to that lead in the second half. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So I've got Houston minus ten at home against Tulane. I've got North Texas minus three and a half at home against Florida Atlantic. I've got Memphis or SMU minus uh, SMU plus eight and a half at home against Memphis. I got Baylor minus two at home against TCU. Marshall minus twenty six at home against UTSA. I like Texas Tech minus six at Kansas State. I like Texas State plus twenty three and a half at Troy. I like A and M minus seventeen at home against UAB. I like Rice plus forty two at LSU. I like UTEP plus seven at Western Kentucky and I like Texas minus two and a half at home against Iowa State. Let's go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Oh baby. I do want to follow up on our conversation yesterday. We did have a conversation in the uh editorial bullpen over mm-hmm. here about a uh meetup at uh-huh. state. Uh-huh. We're going to try and figure something out, guys. Okay. We're going to try and figure something out. I don't know what it's going to be. I need to talk to our boss man about it. We're all going to go to CC's. Yeah. <laughs> Brent, our, uh, Brent Homan texts me, and he's like, uh, hey, uh, I got to get at least, you know, he's, he's going to be there Friday, Saturday. I don't, know if he's, I don't think he's staying Saturday night. He goes, oh, I got I to get a drink one time with the DCTF crew. I was like, I hadn't have the heart to tell him that we don't go out at night. We go out Saturday night. If you start, asking us, if you start asking us, yeah. like, now – to start thinking about one drink after Friday night, yeah, will be a maybe. Maybe is the that best is, I can yeah. offer you because if those, if any, if that last, if the game goes late on Friday, there's no way I'm not. If it's one yeah. thirty when I get out of that stadium, it ain't happening. Yeah, uh, and that's when you get out of the stadium a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, everyone's fired up for the playoffs. They have lots of questions. Sure, sure. So here's our reminder. Tomorrow. Mega mailbag tomorrow. All your playoff questions answered. We'll Show try up. to go we'll Be try early. to go we'll try to go an hour. I tomorrow. will drag Tepper's lifeless corpse to the one PM mark. We'll I try, will do it. We'll try to go we'll try to go an hour tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, as many questions as you can muster tomorrow. We'll get through as many of them as we can. It is tricky because so many games are tonight. And yeah. I know a lot yeah. of people want to know about those. But that's why we do the picks. Video. Sorry, you can ask me about how awesome your team winning last night was. That's true. You can. You can absolutely. You can tell Tepper he was completely wrong on the t- on the picks video, or too. completely right. Nobody ever tells me I'm completely right. No one has time <laughs> for that. But uh, yeah, I'm going to call it there. Okay, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. Of course, see us at TexasFootball.com for Max Thompson, Ishmael Johnson. I'm Greg Tepper, Vince Young. Please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for the 660. 660- Fourth episode spectacular on Texas Football Today.